Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. This is so good. We're so glad you're with us. We want to welcome you uh, wherever you may be joining us from. Um, We have uh, people joining us not only here in the States, but abroad. And that's pretty awesome. We're excited about that. And right now I see, I see Canada is, is with us and we bless you, Canada. Yes. In Jesus name. We pray for your nation. The church in your nation. We pray that the freedom and liberty of Christ would spread across your nation. Yes. That your nation would realize how much God loves them and how good he is and live the abundant life that Christ came to give them. We see Florida, we see Texas, we see Oklahoma. We're thankful for all of you in Massachusetts mm-hmm. and Rhode Island. And we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. This is a special time. And as we were preparing for this uh, upcoming service, the Lord impressed upon me eras. Yeah. Spans of time. time. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're, if you're a sports fan, they talk about different eras in sports. And uh, we lived in New England for 27 years and we got to watch the Patriots dynasty, dynasty from beginning <laughs> and forward. We, we saw it happen, and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. it was a special era, if you like football. But there are special eras, special seasons yes, of time yes. that come about not only because the Holy Spirit is moving, but because he's brought certain people into the earth that will respond to his leading. That's good. And as I was, you know, each day, and if you've been with this ministry in the last so many months or two or three years, you know that there's been transformation and change happening. We're expanding. We've repositioned ourselves into the center of the country. And we're, uh, we're listening daily to the Holy Spirit saying, Lord, you show us what's next. You show us the next step. There's something special about a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit in your daily life. Mm-hmm. This was a brand new thing to me. Never heard this growing up. Basically, we were given a template for how we should live and that we should do these certain things. And at age 15, you should do this. Age 18, you should do this. Age 21, do this. But the Holy Spirit was out of the picture. And you had guidance counselors and professionals giving you their templates for how you should live your life and what levels you should achieve at, at certain ages. Well, can I, can I invite you to let all of that go? Just to let it all go. And, and I, I appreciate it if you've got a three-year, five-year, 10-year plan and, and, and you're, you're at a certain step in that plan. Can I encourage you to give that whole plan to the Holy Spirit yeah. to just come before Christ this morning and lay the plan that you may have been working on for years and just to uh, lay it before the Lord's feet and say, Lord Jesus, I give all of this to you and I'm asking you to uh, lead me today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm willing to let go of any aspect of this plan, even the whole plan, and do what you ask of me. That's so good. Hallelujah. It's something special. It, and what happens is we go from living a template to, a, to living in a relationship. Mm-hmm. 
with the living God. And I, I, I want you to know he has things to say to us so good. each and every day. And he's never been a template. He's never been a, a stagnant statue. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I just say our little yes. granddaughter's here? Yes, and I, I just love <laughs> Let's just hold the a pause a little bit, but we have a 21-day-old granddaughter, as you know, and she is here, and we're so thankful for her. So, so little Milana is just beautiful, 21 days old. So you might hear her shout Yeah, so she's just the giving the praise. But I was so thankful when Brian and Danny are here, yeah, and they so surprised good. us. You know what they did? So it was, uh, was it Friday night? No. That, wait, wait, what day is today? It's Friday. Wednesday. It was, yeah. It was, it was uh, I'm, I'm all mixed up. <laughs> yeah, it was earlier in the week, and uh, it's like 7.30 at night, and Dana says to me, Dad, uh, there's a package at the door. And, you know, we, 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 get, we, we get deliveries here for different things, mm-hmm. and, and I'm thinking, 7.30, well, it's kind of late, but that happens sometimes. sometimes. So, <laughs> so I go to the front door, and I open the door, and I look down, and there's a little baby a little in a car seat. <laughs> and I'm thinking, huh? That's Milana, but Milana doesn't live here. She's like seven hours away. Who do we know that has a little baby like Milana? And I was kind of stunned for a few moments. And then I said, wait a minute. And then I saw a little phone peeking around the corner. And they surprised us with a visit. And we were so Mm -hmm. glad. So it's been an awesome week. We really enjoyed it. But God is good. But I I, want to encourage you to really... To, to transition from living a, pre, um, a pre-established template that maybe you've built by the advice of man mm-hmm. or by the cultural standards uh, around you or by maybe what your family thought you should do or, or thought you should be, I want to invite you into a vibrant moment-by-moment interactive relationship with the Holy Spirit, Okay. And that's what we're cultivating here, and and uh, that's changed my life. And that happened about 33 years ago, well, longer than that ago. I came to know Christ about 30-plus years ago, but started talking with the Holy Spirit because the template that people, the adults in my life were speaking over me didn't, didn't jive with my heart. And I, I needed something greater than the wisdom of man. And I didn't, at that time in my life, I didn't know the scriptures, but I, I, I had to talk to God. I just said, God, show me. Who are you? What, what have you made me for? You're making me think of the, the verse of, I've been meditating on all week, uh, yeah. Proverbs 16, 3. In the Amplified Version, it says, commit your works to the Lord, mm-hmm. um, and he will establish your thoughts yeah. that they would become mm. agreeable to his will. Yeah. And you'll be established and succeed, it said. Mm, but, mm, you know, mm. what I like about that is whatever you're working at right now, uh, you just, where you are doing what you've been doing and uh, what you've chosen to do, yeah. if the scripture tells, commit those things to the Lord. Hmm. And in doing that work and committing every morning your mm. work to the Lord, he will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will in that thing. So it's so, it's good. I love Mm -hmm. the scripture. It's not like we just have to toss it out the window, but as you're doing what you're doing and seeking the Lord concerning Mm -hmm. your work, commit the work to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And his promise is that he will cause your thoughts to become in that word Mm -hmm. 
and through that, committing that work to him, cause your thoughts to be established yeah. and, and, and succeed mm. according to his will. So, so good. He's, he's on hand to help. Yes, he is. Yes, <laughs> right he is. Right in the midst of things. Yes, yeah, he is. So good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, I, you know, I'm just going to keep going along these mm -hmm. lines. So, you know, the, this idea that um, man knows what you were made for and what what your future is is just simply not possible. Man doesn't have that kind of wisdom. And I'm just calling you into a passionate relationship with Christ right. where you're looking to him for the daily uh leadership and guidance in your life. And, you know, and we, and I understand the terminology. There's nothing wrong with it. We talk about being employed or unemployed or, and, uh, but you want to be engaged yes. with Christ. You want to be fully interactive with the Holy Spirit in your daily life. And he will lead you to employ That's right. your gifts and your talents, but it may be in a way you haven't thought of yet. It may be in a way that the world hasn't seen yet. That's so good. And why am I bringing this up? Well, a number of reasons. We started talking about eras. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I think back, and I'm going to go to the Patriots again. You'll have to pardon me. Come on, New England, help me out. Back me up here. Give me some support. Put, a, put an Elvis head on the feed, will you? All right. So, uh, you know, back when we first got to uh, New England, it was prior to Tom Brady. Yeah. And uh, we were watching, I believe, the actual game where their starting quarterback was injured. Mm -hmm. And he came into the game, and the rest is history from that. But it was fun to watch that whole thing. But what I liked about the whole focus of that team was they recognized that they were a unit working together. Yeah. And they weren't trying to build any stars. They were working together to achieve the goal. Mm -hmm. Well, the body of Christ is something very special in the earth. We've never been a uh, uh, brick and mortar. We've never been a building. We are a spiritual house. Yes. We are a building of people that are led by the Holy Spirit, people that have been recreated by the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. We have the Holy Spirit in us, and we're interacting with him. That's good throughout the day. So that special area era of the Patriots dynasty was unique in all of history in, in the NFL as far as football was concerned. But this era that we are living in is unique in all of history. Mm -hmm. Something that had never happened before happened in the book of Acts. The promise of the Father. Mm -hmm. That's what Jesus called it. Not one of the promises, right. not yeah, a promise. Right. Jesus said the promise of the Father. Yes. What was that promise? The, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit Amen. came from heaven, not only into the earth, but began living in the hearts of men and women. Amen. And we see the beginning of that in Acts chapter 3. And it was really the, the heart of God all along. It was the dream of God the Father to actually make man his home. Right, right. right. Why? Because he loves you. First and foremost, he loves you, but not only does he love you, he loves the people in your sphere of influence. He loves the people that are around you. He loves your spouse. He loves your kids. He loves your, your friends. He loves those at your workplace. 
Yes, it's true. He does. Mm -hmm. He does. He loves, mm -hmm. he loves everyone you've ever met, but he wants to uh, reach them. He wants to show himself strong, not only to you, but to those you come in contact with. But that can't happen if you're stuck in a man-made template. If, you, if you're not interacting with him in your day-to-day -day decisions. See, we're not computers. I'm thankful for computers, but you know what? After all the advances, sometimes I want to throw them out the window. I'm like, come on. You know, how many times have I hit that key, you know, and rebooted and whatever, you know, it's like, come on, don't, and thankful for smartphones, but sometimes you just want to forget about it, right? Technology will never even come close to spiritual beings. We're spiritual beings and we are now, listen, if you've confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, according to the scriptures, Romans 10, 9 and 10, and you believe that Christ rose from the dead for you, guess what? You are God's new address. It's amazing. We repositioned ourselves here. We had to change our address. Yes, we did. People could not find us if we did not update our address. There are Christians that are hard to find because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they don't know who's living in them. Mm -hmm. They don't know their new identity in Christ. And people are interacting with them, but they're not experiencing God because the oftentimes believers have believed things about God and about themselves that, that make their true identity uh, hard to see and hard mm -hmm. to experience. This is the era of, of God's people living with the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. walking with the Holy Spirit. The book of Acts is still being written Listen, you are God's house. So good. You are his home. You where does God live? Where is God's house? You're it. You're, you're his house. You are God's house. He's living in you. I'm reminded of the Old Testament prophet that that wrote and said, you know, I will take the heart of stone mm, out. I'll remove the heart that's of stone. It. And give him an, a heart of That's flesh. It. Yeah. I will. In other words, uh, this, the law was written on stone. Mm -hmm. It was a reference mm -hmm. outside of the individual. But That's right. But what Jesus has come to do is to give us a new heart, a, a mm. new spirit. Yeah. And now his word is not written on stone outside of us to reference. Mm. It's now written on our alive yep. and beating heart That's right. uh, that is responsive to the spirit of God. And that is now the old Testament prophets uh, spoke of that time and it happened in yep. acts. Like you said, That's the, right. the Holy spirit came and indwelt the believers. Yep. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that. I have that scripture here. Oh, actually, you do? Ezekiel 36. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Ezekiel 36. We're going to start in <laughs> verse 25. Listen to me. This is the very essence of the new covenant. Okay. Of the new Testament that man would become the house God lives in. So good. And you, you, I mean, well, you can put a lid on that and, and, and stifle that, but really we, we just don't fit in a man-made box. Mm -hmm. We don't fit in the, in the limitations of natural reasoning. We are superhuman, supernatural people filled with the Holy Spirit. We are God's house. And let me read this to you. This is what Jennifer was referring to. Again, this is prior to all this happening. 
This is, this is back in the old covenant. This is the prophet Ezekiel prophesying of God's house. And here it is. He says, I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. Glory. I will give you, listen to this, a new heart. Amen. If you are born again, you have a new heart. Glory to God. You need to know that. And put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone mm -hmm. and give you a heart of flesh. In other words, a heart that's sensitive right. to my voice. Jesus said uh, that we will know his voice. Mm -hmm. The voice of a stranger we will not follow. Say that about yourself. I hear God's voice. I know his voice. And the voice of a stranger I will not follow. Satan will try and trip you up with that, and he'll try and speak to you. He'll, he'll, spirits of darkness, voices of this world will try and speak to you. But you say, no, I, I know your voice, Father. I know your voice, and the voice of a stranger I will not follow. You say that about yourself because it's true. In verse 27, he says, and I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. You will be my people and I will be Amen. your God. Amen. So let, let's, let's capture what, what just happened there. So what's he gonna do? What, what's he gonna do for us through Christ? Now, what has he done, we say, because it's after the, we're, the we're resurrection. The after we're, we're, yeah, we're in this new era. It's That's already right. happened, Amen. right? So what has he done for us through Christ? He's given us a new heart, a new spirit mm -hmm. is another way to say that, right? But that's not all. And then he said, and I will put my spirit Glory. in you. Love it. Love it. Wait a minute. It's amazing. I've got a new spirit, new spirit. made new spirit. By, the, by the resurrection God's power of, whole, of the Holy Spirit, and God's spirit God's is now in me. Mm -hmm. I can't lose. So good. I cannot so lose. Good. You cannot lose when you realize that you've become God's house. You can't lose. See, this is this is something special, and and we invite you to, to just receive everything that we're we're sowing into your life mm -hmm. through this ministry. We focus on three things: who Jesus is, what He's done for us, and who we are in Him. And I want to tell you these three things. Let me say them again. Who Jesus is. What he's done for you. What we just read right there, right? In Ezekiel 36. And who we are in him. We are a voice of those things in your life. And if you will connect with this ministry, you will grow stronger in these realities. And you will find that these three realities encompass the full spectrum of our lives. But if you are ignorant in one of these three areas, you're going to be missing out on the abundant life that Christ came to give you, all right? So we want to strengthen you in these areas. We want to, we want to sow uh, the fresh, hot revelation of Jesus Christ into your life so that you can walk this thing out, so that you can experience this God-created life he came to give you, all right? I want to keep reading. Can I? You, you want to go? You want to share something? Yeah, I. Uh, we teach in biology this year in our homeschool. Yeah. And one of the marks of a living thing is that it has the ability to, per to perceive mm. the outside and then to adapt or change to that 
um, yeah, that thing. And I'm going back again that he would remove the heart of stone. <laughs> a, a, a stone doesn't respond to heat. <laughs> no. A stone doesn't respond to rain. It Mm-mm. just stays there. But a living thing, mm. uh, which is what God has done, He's removed our yeah. heart of stone, given us a heart of flesh. It indicates that we are alive whenever we perceive and respond to what he is doing and saying in our lives. And, you know, that is such a treasure and such a gift to have the Holy Spirit Mm. now be available to us. And he's our teacher and Mm -hmm. helps us in this endeavor. But now now no more do we have to be hardened Mm. to the things of God or be unaware just a rock, <laughs> mm-hmm. but we are really, I like how you said, employed by mm-hmm. him, engaged mm-hmm. with him, perceiving him, and rightly responding to him mm-hmm. in this hour for his purpose and for his glory. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love it's beautiful. it. I love that. Uh, You're talking about yeah. living things responding, and I, I got to think of my lawn. Okay. My, you got to go back <laughs> to, to caring for my grass here. Uh, you know, we, we came back from a trip. And, and the plants and the, the plantings in the front were stooped over. Mm-hmm. Wilted. Wilted. Why? Because they hadn't received water, enough mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. So we began to water them. And it's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they yes. came back, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit is living water. Yes. And sometimes we get wilted because we haven't been rejoicing in him. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We haven't been... Uh, renewing our minds, mm-hmm. keeping our minds stayed on the reality of him living inside of us. And sometimes when I'm feeling wilted, I, 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 I start rejoicing. So, mm-hmm. Father, thank you. You're caring for me. Mm-hmm. You're working all things out for my good. Thank you for your, for your loving kindnesses overflowing in our thank lives. You, thank you for surrounding us Hallelujah. as a shield thank and you, protecting us and keeping us from harm. Thank you for prospering us and moving us forward. What are, what are we doing when we're rejoicing in him like that? We're receiving living water mm-hmm. from the Holy Spirit because you open your mouth and he'll begin to fill it. And, and all of a sudden, you're back again. You know, <laughs> you're standing strong and you're standing tall. Mm-hmm. But look at what Jesus said in John 14 about, about being God's house. Mm-hmm. We read Ezekiel, and now, of course, Christ was the fulfillment of that. And in John chapter 14, uh, this is what Jesus said, okay? And I'm going to start in verse 16. He said, I will pray or I will ask the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. We know the term abode, my humble abode, right? That's the home, abide, live in, home. He'll make his home with you, which is what he says in verse 17. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it sees him not, neither knows him, but you know him. Listen, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. I'm sorry, I'm going to get, I want to keep reading, but it's at verse 23 I want to get to. But So he, at that point, he was with the disciples. Yes. Okay, this is prior to the resurrection, what I'm reading from. Whenever you're reading the Bible, remember, ask yourself the question, is it prior to the resurrection? Is it prior to the day of Pentecost? Or is it after? Makes a big difference. Okay, so he said he's been dwelling with you, but he's going to be in you. And I will not leave you comfortless. I will not leave you an orphan. I will come to you. Verse 23, let me go right to that. That's the verse I wanted to get to. Jesus answered and said, if anyone loves me, 
He will keep my word and my father will love him. Listen to this. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Yes. Make our home with him. And we, we, we've, uh, this is our, I guess, third home that we've lived in, in our married life. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's not right. Well, if you count the apartments, sure. one, two, three, three, three apartments and three homes mm-hmm. in, uh, <laughs> 20, our 28th year. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you do when you move into a place? Well, it's, you start turning it into a home, right? A pl- what's a home? A place that you like where the things are, right? The things that you like are in that place. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it a home. And I love watching Jennifer. She comes into a place and it's like, wow. You know, she just starts moving things around and what looked like just a shell all of a sudden, it's like a place, it's a place I want to sit down in. Mm-hmm. It's a place I want to be. It's a place I feel good about. She'll just, just start putting things in certain places, and she sees things. Listen, this is what the Holy Spirit will do in you mm-hmm. when you become God's home. Listen, there are things out Glory. of place in all of our lives. Glory to God. Especially prior to Christ. And if we, but if we just, if we're hard-hearted or if we don't cultivate this vibrant relationship with him, those things are, aren't going to, move, okay? But when you start listening to the Holy Spirit, you begin rejoicing in Him, realizing who Jesus is, what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. And you begin to speak those things daily, throughout the day, while you're sleeping. Keep them rolling around in you. What happens? God will begin bringing things into your life that you were made for. He'll begin putting that beautiful plant right there on the (laughs) shelf. And say, wow, that's nice. You know, that, that, that makes a difference in the room. He'll, he'll, he'll bring that couch, you know, that you were wanting there. And all you sit on that couch and wow, this is nice. He'll, he'll put things in your life that you needed all along. And the things that shouldn't have been there, watch him, watch him just declutter and remove those things. You are God's house. And I want to tell you, you have never met an interior designer like him. That's right. That's right. An interior decorator. He is the interior designer of our lives. Come on and let him design your home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In here. Listen, there was stuff in me that needed to go before I knew him. Wow. I had a lot of clutter from a messed up life. Same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as I spent time with him, and worshipped him and renewed my mind with his word, the junk that, that needed to go began to leave. I'm talking about inside of me, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the anger, the bitterness, the unforgiveness, the, the uh, wow. wrong thinking, the depression, the frustration, the uh, insecurities, fears, doubts, worries, shame condemnation, all that stuff. You can't live with that stuff. You don't need to live with that stuff anymore. Give yourself to the Holy Spirit. Let him give you a new home. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's so, so good, Joseph. Um, You know, a lot of times we don't recognize that those things don't need to stay with us. Maybe they run in the family, or, oh. or maybe they've been with you for a very long, long, yeah. long, long time. But it's so good right at the front to know mm. I don't have to keep this. That's it, right. I don't have to defend it. 
Yep. You know, I don't have to explain it. <laughs> I, I can get rid of it. <laughs> I don't have to keep it. Don't have it, to analyze you know, it. I don't have to even embrace it. You know, nope. a lot of times advice is, well, you know, you can't change it, so embrace it or whatever. What is so beautiful about mm. what the work of the Holy Spirit and renewing us and and really, we are being transformed, the scripture says, into his likeness daily. Mm. Day to day, we're being made and transformed, changed into the likeness of his son. And so it's just so liberating and so free mm. to say, I don't need that in my house. I can, mm. I can let that go. I, I, don't, I don't have to, again, embrace it. I don't have to defend it. I don't have to explain it. I can literally let the Lord Remove that. Take yeah. it away. Yeah. It's so, so good. And start new. Ooh. And it's really what he does. And uh, it's just so good. It's mm. so good. You brought up a phrase, run in the family. Yeah. Well, there's a lot in that phrase, right. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff runs in families. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Confusion, frustration, uh, sometimes abuse. Uh, we We use the term dysfunction. And I guess it's a... I don't know, kind of a polite term, but, you know, there's stuff running in families that has damaged people severely. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit will make you new. Mm -hmm. I was, I, I came to Christ damaged goods because of what ran in my family. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm just using that phrase. Well, you say dysfunction, Joseph, and you talk about God, the Holy Spirit being the best interior designer. Oh, the first purpose come in on. designing is function. We, Let's when go you, to function. When, what are they again? <laughs> uh, this is a review for me. Yeah, top uh, three. Of function, mood, mood, and then harmony uh, uh, between items that they that they mm. work together. In interior design, yeah. three things that you work with. But the first thing is function. And so, you know, yeah. we just keep making this analogy today, but sometimes you get furniture that was great grandma's, and then it was grandma's, and then it was mom's, <laughs> and now it's yours, and you plan to give it to your daughter, who then should give it to their daughter. And you know what? Somewhere along the line, you could just say, uh, that doesn't function for yeah. me. Um, so dysfunction. From a previous era. Yeah. You, so dysfunction is a right word. If yeah. you know God knows the stuff in us, yeah. um, the tendencies, the the propensity, whatever. Yeah. He knows the stuff in us that is yeah. not going to function. It's not going to work, mm. and where He's taking us. So we have to release that stuff. We really mm. have to know it's okay. I don't have to be like. So and so, I don't have to maintain this right. this habit. I don't have to maintain this tendency. I don't mm. have to. I can know that it. I. That's a big deal to know that I don't have to keep it. I can let it go. Mm. If mm. it if and if it's not in God's function, it's not uh, in His purpose for me. That's right. It's See ya. so so important that the first step is that you know. Mm -hmm. That you can release that. You can let that go. Let it go. Yeah. It's let okay. It go. Amen. I love that. And it's challenging when you're holding on to something that doesn't function. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> things don't work. But so-and-so wanted you to keep it right. in your life. And listen, if so-and-so gets offended because you let it go, that's their problem. Right. You let it go. That's right. 
And there are things I had to do, I mean, that my family didn't agree with, but I had to put up a boundary and said, that's just not going to be that way in my life. I don't do that. I don't think that way. I'm not going to live that way. And sometimes you got to put up boundaries and and just start functioning differently. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, boy, this is so good. This is so good. Part of... Removing the heart of stone. Yeah, and yeah. Getting that heart of flesh that's responsive, yeah, receptive yeah, and responsive yeah. to the Lord. So we want to go through life functioning. Mm-hmm. Conjunction, junction, what's your function <laughs> for my childhood? <laughs> Just thought, conjunction, junction, what's your what function? Schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse yeah. Rock, yeah. All right. Anyone you can look know it up that? On YouTube. Saturday morning cartoons. Okay. <laughs> Our lives are on YouTube. Seriously, what's your function? <laughs> what's, what's, what's functioning in you and what isn't? Christ came so that everything God designed you for would be working. So good. Ah, and that's a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. When everything in you is working as God designed it. And when when your giftings, your talents, your abilities, your perspectives are all flowing with the Holy Spirit and you're functioning with him. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what Jesus said in the end of Matthew chapter 11? He said, walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Mm-hmm. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Man, I love that. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. You are God's house. You are God's house. And all three of those things, function is mood second, mood is second. and harmony. Mm-hmm. How, are you in a good mood? Come on. This morning? <laughs> Have you ever woken up in a not so good mood or a stinky mood? Huh? Mm-hmm. God wants you in a good mood. So, so good, Joseph. <laughs> Listen, the function, he took us out of darkness yeah. into the kingdom of his beloved dear son yeah. into the light. So that's a function. You're out of dark. This is mm. step one. When we're born again, we come out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of his son. Our whole identity changes. Yeah. Our whole function. We're no longer of that. that. We now function it. in the yes. light. We walk in the light yes. as he is in the light. This, our new function is yes. this. And then the next thing that he tells us, or one of the important things as a believer in your walk, after you become born again, is the renewal of your mind and that is relating to mood it's amazing your soul is important you know yes, and the is. health of it yep. uh the the joy of it yep. uh is is not out of the realm of what god wants mm. to do in your mm. life mm. you don't have to stay the same so the the first function you're not part of that anymore jesus takes us out moves us over yeah. here so our whole function, our whole identity changes, and then we're encouraged to uh, also commit that soul part, the mood, mood. part. <laughs> rejoice in and, him. And rejoice in the Lord. Yes. yes. Shout and for let joy. The, let the gospel inform how your soul should be. Mm. Oh, my goodness. He's come to make us new, completely new, completely new spirit. Soul, soul and, and body, body. whole Hallelujah. and functioning. That's so so good. Hallelujah. So good. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. So don't. We're God's house. Yes. You determine what your mood is. You determine how happy you are. Do you yeah. know that? No one else has that power. Not even God. He will make you full of joy. I love that. And it's yeah. Acts chapter 
two, I believe. You will fill me with joy with your countenance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And he's mm -hmm. he's referring to Psalm 16. Because in your presence is fullness of joy. If you will give your your whole self to the Lord and you'll begin thinking like he thinks, say what he says. I love that. Rejoice in uh, delight, gladden yourselves in in him at all times. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. God, you love me. Thank you, Father. (laughs) I have given every care to you. I've given every concern to you. I've given every word to you. I'm not going to carry it because you're accomplishing the things that concern me. And you begin to rejoice in him. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do this. I just start jumping up and down. Can you jump up and down (laughs) up in here? And I say, thank you, Father. You're caring for me. You're loving me, Lord, with a perfect love. Hallelujah. And just start rejoicing in him. Your mood will change. That's so true. Well, and he's taken us from mourning to dancing, right? right. From sorrow to joy, Mm -hmm. from disturbed to peace, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? From despair to confidence and certainty. This is what goes on in God's house, and you're his house. Let me share with you uh, two more scriptures, and then we're going to pray. This is from 2 Corinthians chapter 6, and uh, I'm going to start. In verse 16, it says, for indeed, indeed, I like that word, indeed, it's real. This is the reality of it. We are the temple of the living God. Hallelujah. Just as God has said, I will make my home in them. There it is again. You're God's house. I will make my home in them. This is the new covenant. This is us. And walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. I will be a true father to you. And you will be my beloved sons and daughters. And then in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit through the apostle Paul, he's quoting one of the poets of the day, but it's it's really the reality of, of this new covenant. Yeah. He says in Acts 17, 28, for in him, the maker of heaven and earth, God the Father, in him we live and move and have our being. It is through him that we live and function and have our identity. So good. So listen, we want to encourage you uh, as as we bring this time uh, here, this, this streaming service to a close. We want to encourage you to cultivate this, uh, this way of thinking that you are now God's house. In him you live, in him you move, in him you have your identity, mm-hmm. and allow God to be your interior designer. <laughs> Let him show you what functions and what doesn't. Let him put things in place in your life. Let him remove the things that no longer need to be there. Uh, Let him change your mood. Let him give you the mood of perfect peace and and glory, unspeakable joy. Joy, I mean, I'm talking about a a level of living that is is beyond what man could ever do. And let him um, mood, what was after mood? Harmony. Harmony. Make it all work together, spirit, soul, and body. body. All right? Uh, This is what we do on this network. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of his goodness, who he is, 
what He's done for you and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.